This is the Jocko Underground Podcast, number nine, with Echo Charles and me, Jocko Willink. Good evening, Echo. Good evening. All right, so last episode we did, we were talking about body language, how to read it, uh, how to make sure you aren't sending signals you don't want to send, but it was from a... Sort of almost from a leadership perspective, interpersonal relationship scenario, mm-hmm. how you can read somebody, you're negotiating, like this kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. And as I started thinking about that, I started thinking about, so going from that end of the spectrum, which is, hey, I'm trying to negotiate, conversate, whatever, I'm trying to, trying to communicate with you mm-hmm. verbally. Go to the other end of the spectrum and you end up in different situations and and in it from a simplistic from a very extremely overly simplistic view there's all these different categories of people in the world and there's two categories of people that we may or may not fall into at certain times that we should think about when it comes to body language when it comes to posture when it comes to perception and that is predator and prey Hmm. what do criminals look for Hmm. so we don't want to be prey obviously sure what do what do criminals look for and there was a quote in there serial killer ted bundy admitted in a personal interview in 1985 that he could tell a victim by the way she walked down the street the tilt of her head the manner in which she carried herself He's observing the way she's walking and her posture, and that's how he's selecting his victims. Victim selection. Research corroborates the reality that criminals do, in fact, look for or at least notice certain traits when selecting potential victims. While nothing excuses crime, knowledge is power in the sense that these things, these, that there are things we can do to protect ourselves when we're out alone. That ties back from just this extreme end of the spectrum of hey we don't want to be a we don't want to be a victim, but it also these same these same postures these same physical presentations that we make of ourselves they apply everywhere. L- look and we'll get to it. So from a leadership perspective, how we carry ourselves, the body language that we have, the way we walk, actually also has an impact. So. There's an experiment, and this is another article that Dr. Patrick wrote about. Um, It was called, Do You Walk Like a Victim? So they did this experiment. Mm -hmm. They had 126 men who had been tested on something called the dark tetrad traits. Dark tetrad, so tetrad means group of four. Here's the four traits. Psychopathology which means you are antisocial and you lack a conscience for, and look, I'm not a psychologist, but that's the general meaning. Machiavellianism, which means how calculating are you? How manipulative are you? Narcissism, how self-obsessed and egotistical are you? And then sadism. Like, how much do you like to hurt people? So you can see, if you start, if you're high in all those traits, you're not a good person. Mm-hmm. You got some issues. And you're, you know, we, obviously, when you, the higher you're on the scale, the more you're out as a predator. Mm-hmm. 
So they took these guys, these men, who had been kind of measured for these, and then they showed these guys, you know, individually, videos of eight women who are walking down like a hallway from behind. So you don't see their face, you can't really judge their face, you're just purely based on how they walk. And the question was, had the woman that you're seeing walk, had she been victimized in the last five years? So they watch a woman walk and then they say, do you think that woman's been victimized in the last five years? Mm. Guess what? The guys that scored high in the Mm -hmm. dark tetrid, they could identify ones that had been victims. Damn. You like shake your head because that's scary, isn't it? That is, yeah, very frightening, yes. It's disturbing. Yeah. Yeah, it's like like people who score high on this, right? Some psycho. Mm -hmm. This is faceless. Yeah, this is a psycho. Yeah. If you score really high on this, you've got issues. Where they just know. Because let's face it, uh, the... The person that got victimized knows they got victimized for sure, but they don't know that they're just basically wearing it with how they walk, Mm -hmm. like just advertising it. Like they don't know that they're doing that. Yeah, and that was one thing that I thought through. This is an interesting point, which does wasn't covered in the article. If you get victimized, do you walk differently now? You see what I'm saying? So that could also be a secondary thing where you've been victimized, so now you walk differently, which is possible. Yeah, I would imagine so when you kind of think about it, yeah. But I guess maybe like your mind kind of goes to, shoot, what else am I just like showing to everybody? That's exactly that's right. in my head, you know? And here's, what's, here's what else is interesting is even though it's these people that have this dark, these dark uh, characteristics about themselves, those people can read it easy, more easily, but everyone can read it. That's yeah. what hit me. It's like no matter who you are, you can sense what attitude the person just by the way that they are walking mm-hmm. the based on their gait their stride length the way they shift their weight how much your feet move laterally there's all these little details so so there's that and then there was this then there was a, this the original article continued on they they did this where they took a, a, a group of prison inmates and they ran the experiment twice, but they showed these prison inmates who had been convicted of stranger assault, right? Not, not domestic violence, not I beat up my friend, not I met someone in a bar and got no fight, but stranger assault, we're assaulting somebody. And this is from simple assault all the way up to murder. And they had these tapes that they made of people walking through New York City. And what they did was try to figure out who these violent criminals would attack. And there was a couple things. The the I like this one. The non-victims, people that the the perpetrators would look at and say, I would I probably wouldn't assault that person. Mm. They had something called that they called organized quality. Hmm. So the person just looks organized. So that is a little excerpt of what we are doing on the Jocko Underground podcast. So if you want to continue to listen, go to jockounderground.com and subscribe and we're doing this we're doing this to mitigate our reliance on external platforms. 
so we are not subject to their control. And we are doing this so that we can support the Jocko podcast, which will remain as is, free for all, as long as we can keep it that way. But we, but we are doing this so we don't have to be under the control of sponsors. And we're doing it so we can give you more control, more interaction, more direct connections, better communications with us. And to do that, we are, we're building a website right now where we'll be able to utilize to strengthen this legion of troopers that are in the game with us. So thank you. It's jockounderground.com. It costs $8.18 a month. And if you can't afford to support us, we can still support you. Just email assistance at jockounderground.com and we'll get you taken care of. Until then, we will see you mobilized underground.